Low self-esteem. If you know, you know. It affects every part of your life. It even affects those around you. And yet, it can be hard to see, let alone to beat. So if you suffer from low self-esteem, perhaps you need to make a switch. Because there is something better than self-esteem. Welcome to the Quick Counsel Podcast, where we will give you a simple and practical understanding of counseling issues and how they might apply to your life. Here's your host, Pastoral Counselor Brett Legg. According to research from Dr. Joe Rubineau, it's estimated that 85% of Americans suffer from low self-esteem. This percentage may surprise you, especially from a culture that's so self-promotional and self-elevating, but low self-esteem is rampant and not always easy to spot in this selfie culture. What is it? Well, low self-esteem is when you perceive and value yourself in a negative or a degrading way. It's a lack of self-confidence that leads you to devaluing yourself through your negative thoughts, through your negative feelings, your negative actions. Here are some possible signs of low self-esteem. Low self-confidence. Feelings of helplessness or lack of control. Feeling like you don't measure up to others. Self-doubt. Difficulty asking for what you want. Trouble accepting affirmation. Negative self-talk. Poor boundaries. Glass half-empty outlook. Typically putting yourself last. Feeling others deserve more than you do. Self-sarcasm. Self-blame. Oversensitivity to criticism. And being self-critical. If you suffer with low self-esteem, people may not see these symptoms in you. And if they do, you'll probably disguise them with some self-deprecating humor that will come across as humility. But even if no one else sees your low self-esteem, you do. You feel it at your very core. So what causes low self-esteem? Well, like most things in life, there's not a single and simple answer to what causes low self-esteem. Some possible causes are parents who were consistently critical, being raised in a home where there was a very low tolerance for failure, parents who were just too busy or self-absorbed to focus on you, a history of trauma or abuse, experiencing repeated patterns of hurt and failure. And I guess there are some people who are born with genetics or personalities that are just predisposed to depression and low self-esteem. Now, what are the effects of low self-esteem? Like the ripples from a stone tossed in a lake, low self-esteem can affect your life in ever-widening ways. Personally, low self-esteem can attack you internally at your core. Low self-esteem can leave you awash in internal depression, criticism, shame, guilt, anxiety, anger, or just ambivalence. Low self-esteem can make it easier to justify poor self-care or even self-harming behaviors, such as not taking care of yourself physically, consuming alcohol or other substances, developing eating disorders, cutting or even suicidal thoughts. And low self-esteem is usually fueled by an ongoing barrage of negative self-talk. Things such as, they don't really care about me. I don't matter. I don't measure up. They need someone better than me. I can never get things right, and on and on it goes. But low self-esteem can not only affect you personally, it can radiate out relationally. Because of the personal effects, low self-esteem will often cause trouble with your relationships. You may settle for a bad relationship because you feel that you don't deserve a better one. Or your low self-esteem may make your relationships difficult by keeping you from truly engaging in life with the other person. 
Your low self-esteem may settle over your relationships like a dark cloud, taxing the other person's patience and tolerance. And your low self-esteem may cause an underlying anger that's often present with low self-esteem, and it may become toxic to the relationship. But low self-esteem not only shows up personally, radiates out relationally, but also radiates out socially and occupationally. Left unchecked, your low self-esteem will continue to broaden out into your social and occupational life. It can keep you from reaching out and making new friends or trying new things. Gradually, it can separate you from your friend groups. Low self-esteem can prevent you from getting or accepting new opportunities at work, and it can keep you from bettering yourself in general. So what can you do about low self-esteem? That's the big question, the question that everyone wants me to get to. Do you have to be stuck with low self-esteem? Is it just the luck of the draw or genetics or life? Or is self-esteem something you can have some control over, something you can improve? I'm absolutely convinced that you don't have to be stuck with low self-esteem. There are many things you can do to improve your evaluation of yourself. Start by changing your self-talk. This is the first and one of the most productive things you can do to address your low self-esteem. Notice the things that you say to yourself and the things you say about yourself. Each time you catch yourself saying something negative or critical or harsh about yourself, challenge that thought. Rewrite it. For instance, when you make a mistake and you think to yourself, well, that was stupid, catch yourself. Rewrite it to something like, no, it wasn't stupid. It was just a mistake. And people make mistakes all the time. I'll adjust and move on from this. Another thing you can do is when someone gives you a compliment, don't try to deflect it. Just look them in the eye and say, thank you. I really appreciate that. You can make a list of your strengths. Now, this may be hard for you to do. At first, you may not be able to think of any. Or you may just come up with things that sound lame. But keep after it. Try to put something on that list each day. If you're having trouble getting started, ask your friends to weigh in and tell you some of the strengths they see in you. Get started. Keep building the list. Another thing you can do is make a list or keep a journal of all the good things you've experienced in your day or even in your life. When your self-esteem is low, it's really easy to focus on the darker side of life and forget all the good things that are there also. You can read some good books on low self-esteem. And finally, if low self-esteem continues to interfere with your life, seek out a good counselor, a pastor, or friend who can help you work on that. Now, there's one more thing you can do about your low self-esteem, and it may be one of the most important things you can do. When it comes to dealing with low self-esteem, one of the most important things you can do is shift your focus from self-esteem to something better. What's better than self-esteem, you ask? Self-worth. Many people think self-esteem and self-worth are the same thing, that they're just synonyms of one another, but they are not. They are different. Self-esteem is just that. It's how you esteem yourself. Self-esteem is your evaluation of yourself, and it's not objective. But self-worth is what you, yourself, are really worth. It's much more objective, and it's more helpful. Let me see if I can illustrate this with a story. Let's say I found an old baseball card in a box in my attic. And and let's say I'm not into baseball cards or, or just not even into sports in general. So my esteem of that baseball card is not very high. I mean, I may value that card at $100, let's say. 
But if a collector was willing to pay me $5,000 for that card, it doesn't matter that I value the card at $100. The true worth of the card is $5,000. Our self-esteem or the value we give ourselves will fluctuate with our circumstances, our successes, our failures, how people respond to us, etc. But none of that has any bearing on what we're really worth. There are people in your life that see you as priceless. Oh, they may get frustrated with you at times, but if you were terminally ill, they would pay anything to keep you with them. And if you're a person of the Christian faith, God paid everything he had to make you his own. That, not your self-esteem, sets your worth, and that makes your worth incredibly high. So consider exchanging self-esteem for self-worth. I guarantee you, you will come out better in the end. And now, a final word. Low self-esteem is like a slow-growing blindness of the soul. It gradually draws the blinds of your life, shutting out all the light and leaving you in a dark room with a person you don't really like. Do the work to consistently change some bad habits. Trade your self-esteem for something better, for self-worth. And when you do these things, you'll find you have the power to turn your self-esteem and even your whole life around. I'm glad you listened in today. If you struggle with low self-esteem, I know that the changes I've talked about are certainly easier said than done, but they are doable. And I hope you'll start making a dent in that this week. And if you know someone who struggles with low self-esteem, please direct them on to this episode. Share it with them. Maybe they can find some help in it too. As always, you can find more from me at brettlake.com. That's one T and two G's, as well as on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Now, here's praying that you'll get a glimpse of just how much you're truly worth this week and that you'll join us again for the next Quick Counsel. Thanks for joining us today for Quick Counsel. This podcast is meant to give you a simple understanding of counseling issues and is in no way intended as a substitute for professional counseling or therapy. If you feel you need further help, please contact a local counselor, therapist, or physician. Thanks for listening, and we hope you will join us for the next episode of Quick Counsel.